Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You're listening to season four of Confessions of a New Grad. This podcast is an ongoing story. So if you haven't listened to the first three seasons yet, I'd recommend starting there. Also, just a heads up, there's some swearing and adult themes in this show. Chapter 48, The Launch. It was you? I gaped at Apollo. Your mermaid fan 25? He bowed his head. I'm sorry I didn't tell you, Brooklyn. But I didn't tell you where I was publishing my stuff until the other day. How'd you know where to find it? You told me. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Years ago, right before our trip to Costa Rica, you were pretty drunk, but you kind of muttered something about ink blot under your breath. So I wrote it down on a note in my phone so I wouldn't forget, and then the next day I found it. Wait. I felt as though pieces of a puzzle were clunking into place now. On the Costa Rica trip, that's when she sent me her first comment, and you were always on your e-reader. He held out his hands. Yeah, well, that trip was awkward as hell for me, and I much preferred to read your book than deal with all of that. Why do you make up a name? Why not just tell me? Because I didn't want you to think I was creepy, and honestly, I wasn't sure I would like it. I don't know. I didn't really think the whole thing through. I just knew I wanted to read it, but then once I did, I really liked it, like, genuinely. But by that point, I didn't want you to think I was obsessed with you, so I didn't say anything. And then once we were together, you wouldn't let me read your stuff, and I felt bad because I already was. And I would have just told you, but it was years before you had any readers. And I remember you telling me that you felt like no one other than Mermaid Fan cared about your story. And I didn't have the heart to tell you that it was me. Because... I knew you'd think I was only reading it because I loved you, and I mean, obviously that's why I sought it out, but that's not why I kept reading. You know I'm a fantasy nerd too. It's great. But why not just stop commenting on it once we were together then? Because I liked it, and I wanted to tell you, even if I personally couldn't tell you. I sat back. All that time, I thought at least one person cared. It was just you. Just me. I hate that. Why? Because I want to succeed on my own. Now it turns out I probably would have given up without your help. You don't know that. And Brooklyn, I didn't help you. You were my only fan for years. Do you know how many times I felt like throwing in the towel and a comment from her made me keep going? He shrugged. So you benefited from a tiny bit of support. That's okay, Brooklyn. You still took that one person's comments and let them fuel you into writing in spite of the fact that it seemed like no one else would ever care. And look at you now. People care. Please don't try to take anything away from yourself because of what I did. I bit my lip. I can't believe you did that. Are you mad? I feel like I should be. 
but I can't believe you read it all. I can't even read the first book now. It's so bad. No, it's not bad, but you did get better. I published six books. You read them all, like, in detail. Her comments were really detailed. Of course I did. I love them. Even the parts that you don't think are good enough anymore, or the ones that make you cringe. I love it all. And I love you. His amber eyes were molten as he gazed down at me. I love you too, I said. And I did. I really did. God, I wanted to be with him so badly. But one day, weeks later, I finally knew that I couldn't. Okay, Apollo sighed. I guess I don't need to be on ground level, and if I want to go to the mountains without crossing Lionsgate, I can always stay over at Cody's new place. We could look on Lonsdale too, I offered. That'll make getting to the mountains easier. Yeah, but then we have to cross Lionsgate every day to get downtown for work. Right. We'd been talking about this for hours. Not arguing. Neither of us were angry. We were both just tired. And that was when I knew. I didn't know what planning a life together was supposed to feel like, but it wasn't this. I didn't want to say it. I could have just not said it. And maybe we could have carried on. Maybe we would have gotten married. Maybe our lives would have been fine. But I didn't want fine. So I said it. I don't want to do this, Apollo. The condo in the West End? But babe, we've just spent hours. No, I mean this. It's too hard. It's not right. You don't want to be with me? I want you. I just don't want the life you want. But I don't want to take that life from you either. You're not taking anything from me. Just like I'm not taking anything from you. We just need to compromise. Why does it feel so hard then? Compromise is hard. This hard? He shrugged at a loss. Are we compromising or are we incompatible? It's just a house, Brooklyn. It's not just a house, though. It's where we want to live. It's the kind of life we want. It's where we are going to sleep and eat and spend most of our time. Neither of us should have to be in a place we don't want to be. Brooklyn, am I wrong? His amber eyes were glassy. I love you. I love you too, but that's not the problem. But I want it to be us. I want this to work. Me too, but that doesn't mean that it does. He pulled me into him, and we held each other for the rest of the night. Because we both knew that in the morning, we were going to have to let go. Apollo moved out two days later, but I don't want to tell you about that. I don't want to think about it ever again. But even as I say that, I remember how long it took and how quickly it seemed to happen all at the same time. Because after we said goodbye, he couldn't just leave. He needed to arrange for a place to go and pack and grab all of his things, and some of them were too big to take over to his old roommate Cody's place, so I said he could leave them at mine. I wanted to help out in any way I could, but that meant that whenever he decided to grab them, we'd have to see each other again. 
we had a joint bank account that we had to close. We had to change our tax information because apparently, under Canadian law, if you've lived together for more than two years, you automatically become common-law spouses. You know that means you technically have a right to half of Apollo's money, Lana said at one point during the nightmarish blur. She does? Gemma asked, surprised. But they're not married. They're common-law spouses. I don't want it. I felt sick. I mean, it's up to you, but technically, you're entitled to it. That's fucked up. Why? It's not my money. I didn't earn it. Why would I take it? Well, you and Apollo were a team this whole time, so no. That law is probably for people who had a kid together and she stayed home to look after the baby or something. I'm not some gold digger who's going to try to take his money now. Why would you even suggest that? Sorry, I... I was never with Apollo for his money, and I don't plan on taking it now. Okay, I... I went into my bedroom and shut the door. I didn't mean to upset her, I heard Lana say to the other two. Then why say that, Brie hissed. You know Brooklyn's not a leech. I don't know. I thought maybe it would cheer her up. Cheer her up? My God, Lana. Okay, enough. Let's go get her some food. She hasn't eaten in days. Cody helped Apollo move the last of his stuff out what felt like weeks later. When they were finally done, Apollo tapped me on the shoulder. I'd been trying to mark while they carried things out, but all I had succeeded in doing was staring again and again at the first page of the first student's essay on The Great Gatsby. We're gonna head out, Apollo said. Cody gave me a sad little wave and headed down the hall toward the elevator to give us a moment. Okay, I said. Uh... I don't know what to say either. When someone isn't yours anymore, they have a look. Or maybe it's a feeling. As if the protective layer of love you encase them in is suddenly shattered, and you see them, for the first time, as the stranger you know they'll soon become. That was how Apollo looked to me in that moment. No longer a Greek god, just a very sad, mortal man. And it was strange, because... I knew he wasn't mine, so why did it hurt so much to lose him? His amber eyes were thick with tears that spilled onto his cheeks. I just want you to be happy, and I can't make you happy. You did make me happy, so happy, for years. Now we were both crying. If you ever need anything, you know where to find me. Same here, anything. I love you, Brooklyn. I love you too. Okay, I'm gonna walk out now, and I'm not gonna look back because if I do, I'm not gonna be able to leave. Okay. But he did look back before he closed the door. And I knew at that moment that if I ran over and hugged him, he would have stayed, maybe still forever. But I didn't get up. Hurting Apollo was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But in spite of all the pain, in spite of the fact that every atom in my body was yearning to run over and pull him back, I knew that letting him go was the right thing to do. I don't know how I knew that, and I doubted that decision plenty of times after the fact, but in that moment, I just knew. Like how your body knows when it needs to sleep, or how to wake back up again, or how to give birth to a baby when it's never done that before. I just knew. I didn't want to know. I wanted so badly to be wrong, but I knew that I wasn't. 
He shook his head, tears pouring down his face. It took a million years for him to shut the door behind him. And when he finally did, I collapsed on the couch and cried for days, weeks, months. I have no idea. After a while, I forgot what it felt like not to cry. If we loved each other, why couldn't it work? Why couldn't that be enough? My phone was ringing. I ignored it. It kept ringing. I didn't even have the energy to turn it on silent. Then my buzzer was buzzing. I let it buzz. Finally, a neighbor yelled, Answer your goddamn buzzer! I glided as if in a dream toward it. Brooklyn, are you there? Let us up. You can't be alone right now. I don't remember pressing the buzzer to let them in, but then they were there, hugging me, sitting me down, telling me what to do moment by moment, because I couldn't even decide to drink water or sit down or stand up or cry or stare at the wall or watch a movie or eat junk food or look at my phone or try to do work or anything. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Whenever Sunday came around, they reminded me a million times that tomorrow was Monday. The next week was a hazy smudge of teaching, walking to and from work, and evenings either with one of the girls or on the phone with my mom. I felt invisible, like a part of the air, just wisping through life, not feeling, not caring, like someone had programmed me to do the bare minimum before I collapsed into bed. The nights were the worst, when all distraction was gone and I had to lie in Apollo's in my bed. The imprint of his body was still there. Brooklyn! Brooklyn! Are you listening to me? Lana's voice came in and out of frequency. She was waving her hand in front of my face. She, Gemma, and Brie had brought me down to Sunset Beach, but we might as well have been in an empty white-walled room. I couldn't see pretty things right now. No, I admitted, unashamed. I didn't care about anything right now. Well, pay attention! This is good! Good? Yes, and stop looking as though you've forgotten the meaning of that word. Lana, she's sad. Let her be sad. I have, but it's been a week. 
There's no time limit on heartbreak, Lana. I know there isn't, but she can't be all empty like this for too much longer. It's dangerous. What do you suggest I do to fix it, Lana? I asked wearily. Gratitude. I scoffed and took a sip of lemonade. I am serious, Brooklyn. I know you're heartbroken right now, and that's okay. But you have so much to be thankful for. You've had your week of extreme depression, but now it's time to pump some energy into you. What do I have to be grateful for? Well, it's summertime. You've got the sun, which is great for depression. I mean, imagine if this breakup had happened in November or something. That would be way worse. Sure, yeah. Thank you, sun. Gratitude. And you have your inkblot success. You're finally a professional writer. That's true. I sat up a little straighter. Yeah, meanwhile, some of us are still waiting for our big break. You have a lot to be thankful for too, Jem, Bree said. Yes, starting with the fact that Braylon is finally out of our lives for good. Wait, you two broke up? I turned to Gemma, surprised. Why didn't you tell me? Because it only just happened and you've been a bit of a zombie. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Oh, I'll be fine. He was definitely not the one. I think I just had a moment of loneliness and nostalgia. But moving forward, I'm not wasting time on anyone unless I think they are the one. That's a good way to look at it, Bree said. I'm grateful for James and my family and you guys. And we're all healthy and we get to come here after work and have lemonade. And the Lowbrow Podcast wants to schedule an interview with you next week, Brooklyn. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, good. Now that I've finally got your attention, Lana said, her mouth brimming with the words it was obvious she'd been bursting to say this whole time. They said at the end of that episode that they wanted to interview you, but you don't have a website or anything, and I think they were messaging you on Inkblot, but I know you were inundated on there and probably not seeing it. Anyway, they didn't know who you were, so they asked if anyone knew you or knew where to find you, and I emailed them. You what? I told them I was your publicist, so all communication should go through me. But you're not my publicist. I know. You should really get one, Brooklyn. Until you do, though, I'll do it. Don't worry. Okay, uh, thanks. No problem. I love stuff like this. Anyway, I scheduled you for after work next Wednesday. They're in New York, but they said they can do it all over a video call, as long as your computer has a decent microphone. But what do they want to talk to me about? Your book series. But I, I don't know how to do an interview. We'll practice. They're sending me over a list of topics they want to discuss tomorrow. I, don't worry, Brooklyn. I know you're shy. All authors are shy. That's why you have hype women like me. I don't know what to say, Lynn. This is amazing. Feels super legit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's starting to. It's almost as though we should have a party to celebrate. A book launch party? Bree said slyly. But I published that book like years ago. Not a release party, a launch party. Because you've finally made it, Brooklyn. Have I? I don't even have an agent. My publicist is, apparently, my best friend. No one's ever printed my book. The Inkblot stuff is cool, but I wouldn't say I'm an author yet. Why not? Thousands of people are reading your work, and you're making enough money to quit your job and write full-time. Oh no, I'm cutting back to teaching part-time, but it's definitely not enough to quit my job yet. Have you checked your stats recently? I had a peak last time we were over, and 
I don't think you need your day job anymore. Really? Oh yeah, you're set, Lana said. And you know I'm the first one to be conservative about stuff like that. Which is why we're having a party tonight at my place. Yes, a launch party, Gemma. As her publicist, I insist we call it that. And Brooklyn, no offense, but it starts in like an hour and as your publicist, I cannot let you go out with unwashed hair. Fair enough. Let's go get ready. You look gorgeous, Brooklyn. Gemma beamed at me as we filled into the elevator up to her apartment. Thanks. So do all of you. Yeah, you look way too hot to be a writer. Uh, thanks, Lan. Surprise! James, Bentley, and 20 or so of our other friends jumped out as we opened Gemma's door. Oh, Jesus Christ, James. Gemma tripped over her own feet. Didn't Bree tell you the surprise idea was off? Sorry, we must have missed the memo, a familiar voice said. Gemma gaped up at the guy, holding a hand out to help her back up. Austin? Hey, Gemma. What are you doing here? Lana invited me. You what? But I thought you were in Texas. My company just opened an office up here. I've been trying to get a hold of you for months, but you never responded. Oh, uh, sorry. I blocked you after we broke up. It was just too hard to see what you were up to, you know. I understand, but it's good to see you. He pulled her to her feet a little too swiftly, and suddenly they were nose to nose. There was a long silence as everyone in the room felt the obvious electricity between the two of them crackle. Then, Lana pushed herself in between them and said, Yes, yes, this is wonderful. Trust me, Austin. After the last guy, I am your biggest fan. You can both thank me later, but for now, as Brooklyn's publicist, I must declare this party officially started. James, I hear you've been working on a special cocktail. James grinned from Gemma's granite countertop. Twenty or so cocktail glasses were filled with an effervescent millennial pink libation and garnished with strawberries and mint. Wow, James, this is so beautiful, I said. Gemma helped with the mixology and design. We call it the Brooklyn Winters, Bree said. Why is it pink? Bentley asked. Because Brooklyn's pink, Gemma said simply. She is, Lana asked, bemused. Yeah, of course she is, Gemma rolled her eyes. If you were an artist, you'd know that. Cheers, everyone, Bree said. To Brooklyn, Gemma said, breathless as Austin put his hand gently on her waist and handed her a cocktail. It was the best thing I'd ever tasted, even better than those pink, mysterious starfruit drinks they'd given us in Costa Rica. Thanks, guys, you're the best, I said, beaming around to everyone. Bentley, turn up the music, Lana said grabbing Xenia and twirling into Gemma's living room. And we danced and drank Brooklyn Winters for several hours, and everything was perfect. But maybe it's just human nature to focus on things you don't have, even when you're in the middle of a party celebrating everything that you do. As I watched Lana and Xenia laugh, Bree put her head on James's shoulder, and Gemma and Austin engrossed in hours of catching up. It was hard not to think about Apollo. He'd been such a big part of my life, and I missed him so much. I wanted to tell him about all of this. I wanted him to be here, and yet I knew deep down that he didn't belong here anymore. That I needed to be on my own, at least for now. Do you wish you'd never given him a chance? Gemma asked. 
What? I looked over. I hadn't realized she'd come up beside me. Apollo. I would have asked how she knew that that's what I've been thinking about, but it was Gemma. Of course she knew. No, of course not. Of course not? Lana raised her eyebrows as she and Bree joined us. I wouldn't have given Apollo another chance after all that Amanda drama. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got to love him. It helped make me who I am. I wouldn't have been able to write about the relationships in my books the way I did without him. I love him. I always will. Sounds kind of like you want to get back together, Bree said. I think you can love someone and still not be able to be with them, if that makes sense. Lana nodded. That's how I feel about Steve. That's how I felt about Austin, Gemma agreed. Felt? I asked. Oh, you two are so getting back together, Lana said matter-of-factly. We'll see, Gemma said, but she was holding back a smile. It's okay, Gem, you can be happy and in love in front of me, I said bracingly. I know, I just don't want to be tactless or... Oh, Brooklyn will be fine. Lana waved her hand dismissively. Now, enough of this pity party. Brooklyn is a published author. Let's go celebrate, she commanded, grabbing my arm, and the four of us returned to the party. It was bittersweet because I didn't have Apollo, but he wasn't mine. And of course that scared me and I was worried, although I really didn't need to, because I would meet the man who was mine soon. But that's a whole other story. For now, as I danced on the other side of the mess that was my 20s, I was filled with gratitude, although I never would have admitted that to Lana, because I had the best friends who'd been with me this whole time. And I had accomplished a dream that I never thought would come true. Thou art world with broken toes From my missteps and told your souls I learned my way, breaking every bone Now I see all these aches and make you grow And every fall has arrived Every burn has a flame From foolish to wise We all bruise the same That's it. That's the end of this series. If you like my work, though, there will be more shows coming soon. I've already gotten started. Make sure you're still following this show in your podcast app and on Instagram at newgradpodcast for updates on the new series. Also, I'll be hiring for that show sometime next year, so keep an eye and an ear out if you want to get involved. Once again, thank you for rating, reviewing, telling your friends, and sharing the show on social media. As an indie podcaster, your support really does make a huge difference. This started as a passion project and has turned into an almost full-time career, and that wouldn't have happened without you. Confessions of a New Grad is written, narrated, and produced by me, Greta Craig. Thank you to the Canada Council for the Arts for supporting seasons three and four. For exclusive news and bonus content, you can follow the show on Instagram at newgradpodcast. Music is licensed through Musicbed and Soundstripe Libraries. You can find the soundtracks in the episode descriptions. Artwork and script editing are by Rebecca Montgomery.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.